0: What's up, bitches? It's your host, Cornelius. Welcome back to Manscape. I've missed ya. What are you up to? Are you sad that summer's over? Are you depressed that the leaves are falling because you like them on the trees? Well, don't. Don't be upset, okay? The fall is a gorgeous time. Everything's changing colors. Beauty is in the air. Halloween is coming. I, I do love Halloween. I, I wish I had more time to do some... Uh, some Halloween partying, you know? I think I w- I've always wanted to go and make like a badass cosplay looking outfit. I was going to do 11 this year from Stranger Things. I told one of my customers that I wanted to be 11, and she's, she like laughed in my face. She's like, That's so stupid. You would look ridiculous as 11. I think it'd be funny. I have the haircut. The, really, the only difference between me and 11 is my big red beard. That's literally it. That's the only thing I can think of that would make me different than her. So um, just keep praying for me. Maybe I will be able to do some sweet Halloween cosplay this year. We've got a few days. Um, but yeah, man, the shit's going down. Uh, summer is over. Beautiful weather is gone. I do miss that. Get a little seasonal anxiety up in this bitch. You know how it goes. Losing that vitamin D. That vitamin dick. I miss that shit. Summertime's always fun, cause it's always beautiful out. You can just go out during the night. Now, I mean, it's getting a little chilly. Got to buy, uh, get some different jeans, get some longer sleeves, and just like get ready for the winter, cause the winter fucking sucks. If you like winter, I do not fuck with you. Okay, how about that? I just want to let you know, like Eminem did when he was bashing President Trump, he drew a line in the ground. He's like, who do you stand with, me or Trump? That was a bad decision on his part. But I'm going to do the same fucking thing. I'm going to draw a line in the snow. And you stand on that side if you believe in winter. You stand with me if you don't. And I guarantee not many people are going to be on the winter side. If you if you love winter, you need to get your shit checked, okay? I remember we had a uh, blizzard. Some blizzard shit going down. And I got stuck inside. And that was... I thought it would be cool for a few days. Like skipping work and shit. By day two or three, I was ready to get out of that bitch. I was over it. I had to watch d- digital video disc because, for some reason, our internet wasn't working. And I didn't hit up the store, you know? All I had was fake little riblets from Walmart. I was making little wannabe rib sandwiches trying to survive. Then I went out to the local Walmart the day after the blizzard. That shit was like chaos out there. All the milk and bread was gone. Milk and bl- milk and bread is blizzard food, apparently. All you can make is French toast. Nobody fucking makes French toast anymore. Nobody. I do want to, I think, I'm going to tell you guys a little story about when I was a kid, Halloween. Halloween always used to be fun until one dark fall day. Me and my brother thought we were old enough to go adventure by ourselves, walk around the block. My parents let us go for fucking one time. They're like, "Okay, we'll let you do your thing. We think you're responsible." Grabbed my favorite pillowcase. It was a Crayola orange pillowcase. I still love that pillowcase, but I don't have it anymore. I'm gonna tell you why. Cause Mackenzie and I, we were roaming the neighborhood trying to get some sweets, get some sweets in our bags. And I was dressed as a, a, a young, fat Harry Potter. And McKenzie was, I want to say he was the Hulk. I don't know. I don't remember. I think he was the Hulk. Actually, no, he probably wasn't the Hulk. If he was the Hulk, nobody would have fucked with us. He was probably something lame, you know. But we were walking, getting all our candy, and we were almost home. We were on the home stretch, Right. I could see the house. And then these two kids across the street were trick-or-treating. I'm like, what's up, guys? Hey, uh, do you want to be friends? I'm Corey. I'm a very outgoing person. I'm like, hey, Corey. Uh, don't, aren't you a little fat to be Harry Potter? And I said, well, um, there were some fat wizards. And he's like, yeah. Well, they didn't get that much screen time, did they? And I was like, well, that's insanely rude. And he's like, hey, I'm done arguing with you, kid. Give me your sweets. You don't need them anyways. So I... Uh, I tried to, I tried to cast a spell on him. I gave him the old Wingardian Leviosa. Hopefully, he'd fly away. He didn't. He just like came up and stole my shit. So he stole, he stole my candy. Stole McKenzie's candy, and I was crying. I was crying so hard. Like all my, for some reason, I had rosy cheek makeup on. All that was pouring off my face. Whatever McKenzie was, he was crying in his outfit. So it just wasn't it wasn't a great time for us that year. And I never got that that Crayola pillowcase back ever again. So the moral of the story is just like protect what's yours this Halloween. Don't try and be friends with anybody. We are grown adults now, so bring a gun with you when you go trick-or-treating. Get ready to kill somebody for what you believe in. If somebody makes fun of your costume, say, hey, you bitch, don't say that to me. You stand there, you stomp one foot forward, preferably right unless you're left-handed. And if you're left-handed as a witch on Halloween, just be real careful. Salem witch trials, all that shit still, that nerve is still raw, you know what I'm saying? But stomp your foot and say, don't say that to me. You be nice to me, okay? This is my Halloween. I'm out here trick-or-treating too. Now, let's try and get into something a little less aggressive. Um, I, I asked a couple of my friends some embarrassing stories. We're going to get into that. I did. I have like four or five stories for us, so we're going to go into that. Very funny stuff. Pretty excited. But I'm going to tell you guys some of my embarrassing stories. I think I... Uh, let's see. I told you guys about the time where I crapped my pants on the way to school. And then I said I, I fell in dog shit. That's pretty embarrassing. I was a baby, maybe one years old, maybe two years old. So it's like basically a different person. So you guys can't judge me for that one. Um, one time I thought it'd be cool. My whole middle school years was just embarrassing stories. Like that that my whole life before high school was just one large embarrassing story. So I'm gonna give you guys a little taste test of all my uh, horrible, horrible repressed memories because I couldn't think of them and I had to really dig and I had to open some doors in my mind to unlock these things. pretty sure I'm protecting myself from them, but I'm ready to dig them up for your entertainment. One time, my mom bought this fake tan lotion and apparently it gives you a tan in seconds. That's what it said on the bottle. "Get, Get a tan in seconds. And all the women will love you. It said that right on the bottle. So I was like, okay, that's a no-brainer. I'll take that. So when my mom was done with it, I'm like, hey, can I use some of that? And she's like, fuck it, dude. What she should have probably said was like, no, you probably don't need that. Um, It will look really stupid. But she didn't. So I put on all this fake tan, and I thought I looked cool as fuck. And I went to school the next day, and I looked like a pumpkin. I'm like exactly the color of a pumpkin I look so fucking stupid Looks so so stupid and everybody in the school they weren't kind about it they didn't dance around it they're just like you look fucking stupid and I'm like yeah I know it was supposed to look cool so that was a pretty terrible one um let me think of another weird memory dark sad uncomfortable memory we used to have this pug this isn't really embarrassing at all but well, it's kind of embarrassing we used to have this pug and I would get out of the shower and walk to my room naked and the pug would always jump up and bite our, our penises and we, you could run down the hallway and you'd have like a pug between your legs that's probably why I'm, I'm so well endowed because I had a 13 pound uh, small dog hanging from my penis my peepers if you will. It stretched it. The gravity. Plus it gave me... I have like a super great hearing now. And really good smell. I can smell shit really well. So maybe... I think maybe that dog biting my peepers. Kind of gave me the the gift of the pug. If you will. So that, that did end up helping me throughout my life. Um, more embarrassing stuff. I remember the... A fight broke out in the YMCA during swimming season. And this was back when Jackass was pretty big. And it was two big dudes just going at it. They were about to kill each other, you know. It was probably over politics. And I wanted to video record it. I wanted the world to see. And I started recording it. And then one of my friends, he's like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, dude, I'm trying to catch this fight on tape, man. This is better than homeless fighters fighters you know and he's like dude you're just recording two naked dudes and that was pretty damn embarrassing because then i looked down at my phone and it was just footage of two wieners smacking each other almost just two big old wieners smacking at each other and they and they were chlorine glazed wieners because we just got out of the pool so that that was pretty embarrassing i had to apologize to my peers nobody even wanted to fight anymore they just wanted to call out the videographer, myself. They're like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, dude, I thought this would be cool, but it's not. I apologize. In retrospect, I mean, it was a flip phone. I don't even know how that passed this video. It was like 16 squares, 16 uh, megapixels. That's all you could see. Not the camera, it wasn't 16 megapixels, the, the fucking display. Thank God we've came so far in technology. So now if if a fight ever breaks out and they're fully clothed, I will be able to capture that on my LG G6. Shout out to LG. What's up, doe? Life's good. Another embarrassing story. This is a really good one. This is juicy. Everybody thinks my love for Creed is a joke, but I actually digged Creed when I was a kid. And by digged, I mean dug. I dug Creed, dude. I remember I had that first Human Clay cassette tape. I listened to that bitch all the time. And I was gonna, there was a talent show. And for some reason, I thought I was talented. Which back then, I had zero talents. I auditioned for the talent show and I did um, With Arms Wide Open by Creed. Didn't realize fucking stage fright is so terrible. So I had to audition in front of this room of thirty kids I didn't even know. And seeing with arms wide open. And I started crying my dick off. In a weird twist of events, three of the hottest girls in that class came up to me and said, Hey, it's alright, dude. Um, we we love Creed too and we think you can do it, you can push through with this. And I had like tears running down my face. If you will, and I was actually crying. I'm not going to play that down. I was crying my dick off. But then I I pulled it together. I sang Creed in front of that class, and then I sang it in front of an audience of hundreds of people. I sang with arms wide open, and I sang it just like Scott Stapp. And I know for sure my family, my mom was there. She said I did a good job, but nobody ever told me to pursue my dream of singing. No, it, that was it. It ended there. It ends tonight. My mom should have said that. You should stop now. I know she was cringing. She was, especially on the high note. Like I, I know when he goes. I hope he's not like me. I hope he understands. I probably like took my fist and beat it on my chest, think I was a rock star. But I wasn't hitting nose. I was basically just talking with Creed playing in the background. So yeah, that was fucking horribly embarrassing. But it ended up working out for the better. The hot girls in my class, they were there for me. So maybe the moral of that story is, Creed, any Creed song will, will help you follow your dreams. It will help you get the woman of your dreams. So maybe... You can take that higher I think this was the same year My stepdad I lived with him And my mother And we had a A house together A happy home Where we'd watch NASCAR Talk about current events And He told me one time That he knew how to make a grenade Out of a pine cone And I thought that was the coolest fucking thing You can make a In a fucking explosive out of a pine cone And he was like getting real into it Just telling me this kind of cool shit About making deadly weapons With everyday things So I went to school I'm like okay I want to research this Because that's what school was intended to do And I got to school I went to the library And I walked straight up to the librarian And I was like hey bitch I said bitch You said bitch I said bitch and I was like, hey, can I have a book on how to build bombs? And she lost her shit. Like She told me to sit down where I was. She went and got the cop. I went to a school where there were cops in our uh, our middle school. So she went and got the cop and it, it, all hell broke loose. I had to go. I was suspended for a week. I watched the Doodle Bops and Little Bill. And this was before Bill Cosby came out. If I could go back, I wouldn't have watched Little Bill because that Little Bill grows to be a monster. How could such a cute, small, black cartoon character grow into to be this, this sandman and raping unsuspecting victims? I digress. I, I was just trying to expand my knowledge on explosives and how to create it out of organic material. And I got suspended from school by a cop, you know? I got in some deep shit for that. In their defense, I'm pretty sure 9-11 had just happened. So that, that might have been my bad. But I think maybe they could have just talked to me. They didn't have to pull cops into it. That man, they they sucked. That school kinda sucked. I actually got in trouble by that cop again. Pretty sure that cop like was there. To fucking get me in trouble, so I ran into the law a lot when I was a young man. One time, I asked my uh, my Spanish teacher. I said in English, which was uh, my first mistake. She said something to me that was wrong, and I said, "You need bifocals." And then she said, "Come again." And I said, would you like to go out to lunch with me? And when I said that, the principal had walked by that same exact moment. Worst luck in the history of the world. He came in and grabbed me by my shirt. Boom. Suspended again. I got suspended for asking a woman out to lunch. I knew she would... It was bad enough she said no in Spanish. And I didn't understand it. I'm pretty sure she said... The opposite of c i don't know how, how do you say no in spanish no quay no el no el no she said el no like i is, she might have said hell no she's like hell no and then the principal came and fucking took me away in a big yellow cab took me away so basically the moral of that story is I don't care about spots on my apples. Leave me the birds and the bees. Please. Don't it always seem to go that you don't know what you got until it's gone? Well, they fucking paved paradise and they put up a parking lot. You holler if you hear me. Let's get into some of these stories. Um, My first... Give me a sec. I'm gonna sing a little bit more Creed for you until I find a story. Don't it always seem to go? That wasn't Creed. I'm gonna sing that in the, the voice of Creed. Yeah, don't it always seem to go? Yet yeah, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Will they fucking pay paradise and put up a parking lot? I yeah, don't wanna give it. I don't wanna it. Okay, this awkward moment is from a friend of mine, Dylan. Dylan writes, You know those mint things they have at weddings that are like white, soft, and patterned? I ate four of those before realizing it was a plate of fancy patterned butter. That would be That would be super embarrassing. I actually, I can relate, boo. I did this exact same thing, but I was on a date. Worst date of my life. This girl named, um, we'll call her Paige, because that's her name. I'm not trying to protect her identity. Her name was fucking Paige. And I took her out, dressed all sexy, wore my best cologne, Curve, four men. Took her to a nice steakhouse, and they gave me this little tiny dollop of mashed potatoes with my steak. And I took a big bite of it and realized it was butter. But I didn't want to... I didn't want her to know that I just ate a big chunk of butter. So I ate the rest and made it seem like mashed potatoes. And I I regret it a lot because she was the worst person ever. It was so awkward. She just stared at me for fucking 40 minutes. She didn't say shit. I'm a natural conversationist. Like, I can talk to people. Even beautiful women. If I have to do it to survive a date, I can figure out something for us to talk about. I hate the dating scene. I'm glad I'm not single anymore. That shit sucked. She told me that same night, she's like, her friends used to call her the concert whore. Because she always fucked a dude at a concert. I uh, That actually led me to seeing the Baja Men in concert. Looked up a concert right there. We went and saw the Baha Men. That's not true. The Baha Men part's not true. I have seen the Baha Men though. I swear to God, it was me, my brother, my mom, and the Baha Men. Those were the only six people there. And it was fucking glorious, dude. All right, this is it, Dylan. I I feel for you, girl. I've eaten my fair share of butter in the past too, so. Just let it go We're gonna move on from this This next one is from my buddy James Jimmy Jimmy. He is um, The friend I had on That's working on the video game Over at Unlit Fire Jimmy writes Club 180 was a Christian club One day I decided to go there And work on my book that I was writing at the time Beyblade story It was quite crowded, and I was writing for a good 30 minutes. Then I realized I had to shit. So Club Club 180 only had a bathroom with a urinal and a toilet. No stalls. So you know me, I had to take a massive 30-minute shit. All of a sudden, I hear banging on the door. People are yelling and wanting to go to the bathroom. I was still having bad poops. I wasn't going to let them in. Then all of a sudden, there was a pounding on the door. I could hear my cousin, Grace, say, When this kid gets out, let's make fun of him. At this point, my anxiety was through the roof. Turns out the person needing to take a shit was Aaron, another friend of ours, which, if I am not mistaken, was dating Grace. Aaron convinced another kid to kick in the door. The door got kicked in, and I was just pulling up my pants. And Adam was like, Grace, that is your cousin. What the hell? After that, I left, obviously, and I only returned to kick ass and take names in Halo 2. When I walked out of the bathroom, everyone felt terrible, and that is the end. Whew. So you had to take a big old fat shit, and people were trying to aggressively break in. I get it, dude. I've had my fair share of shit stories, you know? I don't go to... To the restroom at places like that for that exact reason. And that being your cousin, like, I hope hope that made you realize maybe she's not the best kind of person. If she was going to make fun of a random bystander taking a shit. That's fucked up, dude. They were going to make fun of you for doing a human bodily function? You got to remember, Club 180 is this dope, like, little Christian place. This was before we had alcohol. All we had was Halo 2. So I mean, if you gotta take a shit, I feel like I would have just—I feel like I would have just pieced down. But that's fucked up, dude. Especially if they kick the door in. What kind of—what kind of a Sylvester Stallone character kicks a door in? I knew the dude—the dude that kicked that door in. He's not that f- fucking agile. What—where does he get off thinking he can kick in a bathroom of a Christian club's door? Well, I'm glad you got through that, Jimmy. I was trying to think of a time where I've been in a similar situation. Oh, um, one time I was I was taking a dump during a bomb threat and this was like our third bomb threat. So I was just like, you know what, I'm not even gonna worry about it. And everybody was evacuating the school while I was evacuating my bowels. My bowels, you know? Doing my shit, quite literally. But, yeah, I've survived a thousand bomb threats, and I think you can too, James. So, thank you for sharing, brother. That is quite embarrassing. But, I mean, it it worked out. You got your pants up pretty quickly. Um, And it was family. So, I'm proud of you, dude. Especially the part where you kicked ass in Halo 2. I miss Halo 2. Getting some smoke screens up in that bitch. Alright, let's see. Let's see. It's staggering how many people did not respond to me asking for an embarrassing story. Who would have thought? Okay, this is from a local comedian. Very, very funny dude. There's a handful of comedians that I know are going to make it. And this guy is not one of them. I'm just kidding. He's very funny. I think he could actually go the distance. He's got some fucking killer jokes. Um... He just did a recording, an album recording, and you guys should check him out. It's Mark Phillip. He does a lot with the uh, Grumpy Daves. That's where I was doing stand-up a little bit, but my uh, stage fright that I previously mentioned got in the way of that, so fuck my dreams, but Mark, keep it up, dude. I hope you got some uh, traction from this new uh, album recording. Mark writes, I've been caught watching anime porn a few times in my life. The second time was the most embarrassing, as my father caught me, and he used it as an excuse to get me tested for autism. After the test came back negative, he asked me where to find more of that sweet Toon Poon. I guess he got curious. So, for an afternoon, my 13-year-old self was showing my dad all the best hentai sites out there, we didn't speak about it much after that. That's a fucking, I don't think that's embarrassing at all, dude. Father-son bonding. Uh, negative autism test. Uh, that That's an insanely weird correlation there. He's like, oh, my kid's interested in um, sexuality, so I'm going to see if he's autistic. No, dude, you were exploring your horizons. All that animated porn is is just it's just creating shit that you can't create in real life. So I'm I for one am proud of you and congratulations on your lack of autism. Not that autism is bad. Um yeah, dude, that's some father son bonding. I see no no embarrassment out of that. I never got into the anime kind of shit, but I wonder what kind of people like are super into that. As a 13-year-old kid, I can imagine it might have been cool I was looking at real porn back then I actually got in trouble um my brother and I we were allowed to use my stepdad's computer for one hour a day and the computer got a virus and I got blamed for it because I had just brought a disk back with a bunch of pictures on it which that's not a thing pictures don't give your computer a virus I told them I thought it was a KISS CD because it said KISS on it. But in reality, I thought there were naked ladies. I just lied my way out of that one. But in reality, we got the computer virus because my brother went to brownandround.com and trojaned up our computer. My stepdad lost all of his iTunes purchases, which... That was a stupid move on his part. Everybody knows you can retrieve that. I was a kid at the time. I didn't know that. Get your shit together, Roger. That could have been solved, dude. Maybe fucking Google shit before you delete all your shit, okay? Now, me and my brother, we were always trying to look at some some nudes. I remember I found a little leaflet of uh, naked people banging and shit. I took it out into the woods and I, I just read it out there. One time... I traveled the entire city of Kenton to retrieve a VHS tape, eight hours of pornography, and I finally got a hold of it, but the people I took it from noticed I had it, because I'm sure they wanted their alone time with it too, so they traveled across the entire city to come approach me at my house, where my mom lived, dude, well, they got their porno back. One of them has sadly passed away though So I guess I win that battle (sighs) Let's see Thank you for writing in Mark Um, You guys should check out Mark's shit Mark Phillip Go up to Grumpy Dave's Really fun club Hopefully I get the balls to go back up there I do have a I have more material now than I've ever had I'm just like such a pussy getting on stage I want to go up there and get a hotel And just get like wasted Do stand up and then chill at the hotel because I feel like the alcohol would like make me feel better (laughs) it sounds like I'm using it as a crutch because it's exactly what I'd be doing in that situation but yeah maybe maybe in the future I'll get super drunk and do that um thank you for listening to manscape I really wish more people would fucking write in when I ask questions so I don't look like an asshole just asking people questions but to the people that did write in I just want to remind you that uh, it's gonna get more embarrassing, and I am excited to hear your stories. You guys stay tuned and stay sexy. And as always, remember to oil your beards and trim them bush with our home's wide open. I hope he's not like me. I hope he understands And he can take this life and hold it by the hand.